0: Hello beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Modern Nanny, I'm your host Jen and let's get into today's topic. So last episode we have spoken about um, don't go running a race that's not meant for you, right? Meaning if you see a nanny do something special, particular, um, out of characteristics I guess, something that works for that nanny is not going to work for you, that's what basically what it means don't go doing something that you've seen someone else do especially if you know you're going to get in trouble for it and i also spoken about um what it means to know your capabilities of negotiation and staying within your your brackets your salary brick brackets um one of the things when it comes to like this nanny world is the rates and we were spoken we have spoken about that as well how much do you charge for this and how much do you charge for that? And here's are some of the things that, you know, they ask the price for charging. Overnight sitting, a particular age group, such as how much do you charge for an infant, how much do you charge for a toddler, how much do you charge for twins, how much do you charge for multiples, how much do you charge if you're working part-time, um, how much do you charge for travel, any... What is it? Benefits that I should ask for because I'm, you know, giving up this. How much do you charge for living? And all of that, for every question that they ask, because they could ask Google as well, but, but every question that they ask, it is an answer for it. It is an answer that someone formulated precisely for them to read it, right? And so especially the thing is this company called the Nanny Council, they have tons of questions that they're constantly being asked and they have answers to those questions. So the nanny council is a great source for any questions that a person may have. And so one of the things about rates is, you know, if you see this particular person makes this much money, you are expected to make that same amount of money because you work in the same building or the same area or you have the same amount of kids now. This I know firsthand because we're going to go into a little story. And so my friend, the new job that I have, my friend had helped me get the job. This was a great um, word of mouth opportunity. And I know how much my friend makes and I know how many kids she have. And because we're working in the same building, I roughly have an idea of, you know, what the parents are capable of paying me. But also, and that's just like off, you know, the jumpstart. And so you go in with a price in your head, and you have to be open to bargaining, negotiating, you know, this different salary and and range and things of that nature. And also, it comes to the duties that you do. My friend who gets paid, however much she gets paid, she works hard for that money. She works hard for that money, and it sounds like a song, but I'm not trying to sing the song, because I know firsthand... What she has to do for the pay that she receives at the end of the week, um, or the end of a two weeks period, right? And so I come in and I I go and I tell the parent, okay, you have this amount of kids, and in general, when you have this amount of kids, you you you're supposed to pay the nanny this amount of salary or hourly rates, and that's how I personally go into it. I don't say, well, you know. My rate is, and we're just going to throw out a random number. My rate is $18 for one kid, 25 for two, and 30 for three, right? And they're going to be like, what? How did you go from, like, raising up $7 and then raising up 5 And then what? that's the kicker, you know? For every kid, I'm going to knock down, you know, a few more dollars. And that's what happens. And so for me... You know, I am not greedy with it. You get, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar, right? Because you catch more flies with something sweet as opposed to something sour. And when you negotiate a, a particular pay that you know that you're worth, and sometimes they can't afford it, that's fine. Because you can always take away something for the price that you're working. So, for instance, um, my friend gets paid... Hundreds of dollars more than I do. We have the same amount of kids, and she gets paid hundreds of dollars more than myself. Am I upset? No, no, I'm not, because even though we have the same amount of kids, I work less hours than she does. See what I'm getting at here? We work in the same building. We have the same amount of kids, but we get pay- we get paid almost the same amount of rates. But I get less money. And why do I get less money? Because I work less hours. I do less of the work that she does. I'm not, I'm part-time but full-time. And only a nanny would know it was part-time and full-time. Like, it's weird. Because, you know, you when they're not in school, you have them all day. Case in point, yesterday. But yesterday I had, like, a different, um, different family right because it's like weekends and stuff like that so that's the thing I'm grateful that she got me the job money is money responsibilities are responsibilities and my friendship is still intact I don't stay here and try to do some of the stuff that she does because what works for her do not work for me and even though we have a lot of similarities we are two totally different individuals and so I'm not going to stay here. And, oh, and I must say, she works with a toddler. One of her kids is a toddler. None of my kids are toddlers. So I don't have to go into playrooms and change diapers and just that and the third that I would normally do for a toddler. I don't have to do that. Like I said, the, the duties that we have are different. And so when we had different duties, we get different pay. When we have different duties, you get different benefits. And a lot of people need to understand that part. Um, So looking out, we have, this is the same thing that we have in common. Same building, same amount of kids, same pay rate. Um, And I think that's it that I could actually say for sure, for sure. And then here are the things that's different. Different age group, different responsibilities, different hours. So three things that we do the same, and we have three things that are different. And those differences is what counts. And so when I was looking at a page on Facebook, oh, actually, no, it wasn't a page on Facebook. It was actually an advertisement on care.com. And this parent, it was one of those parents that, like, Act for this most outrageous thing and only wanted to pay you $100 a day. It's not even... It, it. That makes no sense. It makes... If anything, they're putting nannies back hundreds of years. Like, who... What? You're really sitting here insulting our characters. And that was on the advertisement job page. And then in conjunction to that, a nanny put... Um, I'm only getting paid $40 a day and I work like nine hours. She's getting paid less than what another job posting just put. So there's one job posting, oh, I'm going to pay you a hundred dollars a day for 12 hours. And then here's a here's an actual nanny who revealed to us that she's only getting paid $40 a day for nine hours. That $60 difference of two hours is a lot. But then that, that nanny, that set nanny, probably was really in a buying, really needed the money, and accepted it. And if you accept things when you're desperate, don't expect it to work. Because it's not. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Um, and a lot of people they have no choice but to accept it when they are desperate, they need the money. And um, that's basically all they know. And when I had, when I had transitioned from one family to another, one of the things was I don't want to be reliant on this money. And what can I do besides taking care of kids? Because I have, I have my degree, and my degree is to work with children. And so there are so many different revenues that I could work in, and not just teaching. Also, how can I better myself? All of this came into my thinking, you know, right around the holidays came about, cause that's when I was laid off, it was right around the holidays. And it was like, and I'm reading and I'm I'm trying to put myself in other people's shoes. And they're asking the same question that I'm asking myself. And a lot of them um, are starting their own families and they have to have the, the thoughts, the opinions of their spouse. And so I had to start thinking that way, too, especially if I decide to move out of state. And my guy doesn't live here in New York, but the state that he lives in is a slower state. And the money, (laughs) whoo, child, when I when I seen the conversion rates of what I get paid here in New York and what I could potentially get paid in South Carolina or North Carolina, was like a $10 difference and I said this is BS like I can't live off of this but that was my negative mindset that told me I couldn't live off of half of what I currently make and I can because even though I will make half of what I currently make my guy makes enough money so it balanced it out Will it balance out when other things are being contributed who knows we would get there when we cross that road but So I was thinking about what other job outlets I could possibly do that don't force me to rely on the money. And um, one thing from working those different odd jobs and side hustles was being experienced in other fields. So I have this company, it's called um, YAI, which is a young adult institute. And that company works with disabled individuals, and one of the reasons why I was intrigued by this company, um, not only because they work with people with disabilities, but because a lot of the job postings for nannies have a lot of um have a lot of openings to work with a child with disabilities. But I don't have the qualifications for it, and so when that comes up again, I want to have the qualifications for it. I want to be able to um learn the techniques to work with a child with autism or um cerebral palsy or whatever other disability that's not coming to mind right now i want to have the experience to work with that because you know what one thing that you could take out of any job is the experience that you gain working within that job and i also read this particular post that says I have worked a lot of different jobs and I must say being a nanny is one of the toughest things I ever had to do. Working with kids is one of the toughest things I ever had to do mainly because when you do something right one day and you think it's going to work for you and you try to do it the very next day and that kid tell you no it ain't gonna work and we have to find a different method, that is hard. Yes. Yes, I know exactly what that person is talking about. That it was almost every day of my life four years ago. This little boy who I had, he only slept for 20 minutes four times a day. And he was very particular about his food. And the only thing he loved to eat at that particular moment was peas. And you're not supposed to overload a baby on peas, right? It's, you're supposed to give them, like, 20 at a time. And the most you could give them peas at this particular point was, like, two times a day. Because then when they have, like, ultra green poop and you're trying to figure out what's wrong with them because their eye level is not high enough, boom. There goes your reason. It's because you fed the kid too much peas. And so... I was like, okay, he likes things that's green. Let's give him an avocado. And for a period of time, he will only eat things that was green. And what worked one day didn't work the next day. And he's, he's an infant. He was only months old, like probably eight to ten months old, and couldn't verbalize exactly what he wanted. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating when you're working with a kid who can't tell you what they want, and you have to figure it out, like you're some type of psychic or mind reader. And I've probably gotten off subject because when I started this podcast, we were talking about don't go running the race from yesterday's episode and trying to figure out what works for one person, don't work for another. And here I am talking about a baby and his eating habit. But that's just what happens here. So let's let's bring it on back to the beginning of not being desperate when it comes to a job, knowing your limits, And when you see a job posting that you know is not for you, just don't accept it. Don't even entertain that job posting. I get numerous of um, job inquiries. And you know what, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna look at one of them right now so I can read it verbatimly of what I get, right? And so let's go to my messages. And who? What was this one? Matter of fact, I know exactly which one I want to read because I know exactly what I put. She put this. It was a little bit long, so bear with me a little bit. Hi, Jennifer, we are seeking we are seeking a new long term part time nanny to join that family. Beginning in February, our current nanny had decided she need full time work, which often happens so her new nanny will have to care for three kids one is a newborn that was born in april so he's about um eight months now and two daughters so one one baby two kids at school age they go to school full day and we will need someone for between the hours of 745 and 645 and at least 10 weeks of 110 hours per month. It would not be the same hours each day, but those are the amount of hours we would need per month. No weekends or holidays and we will provide a schedule at least one to two months in advance, right? Kids are flourishing with consistent schedule, behavior reinforcements, blah, blah, blah. Our ideal candidate will have infant and toddler experience and will be bilingual and willing to exclusively speak in that language to the baby. I am not bilingual, so that's already something I would have told her off the bat. Our nanny needs to take public transportation with the baby to pick up the girls daily. So this is what it is. She has three kids. One is a baby, two of them goes to school. In the morning time, I will have to get there at 6.45 and get the girls um, ready to go to school. Um, she doesn't specify if I have to take them to school, but she does specify that I have to pick them up. In addition to that, we will have to keep the apartment clean and neat, doing the kids' laundry weekly, preparing and cleaning the bottles, preparing dinner for the family... Once a week and rearranging and attending, arranging and attending play dates. Okay, so I'm going to analyze that because you know, when we're talking about rates and salaries and when it comes to the duties, this is one of the things. Oh, let's see what she was trying to pay Um, because it's still open, so I could see her pay rate for this was. 20 to 25 an hour, so she says. And so she said from 7.45 to 6.45, but she put it from 8 to 7 p.m. And general, two kids uh, that's between newborn and toddler, and then one kid that's not. Okay, so let's analyze this really quickly, and then we're going to end the episode. Because this is precisely why... I don't take what I have for granted, right? Because that 20 to 25, let's see, okay. What I have now is three wonderful kids and I'm able to still go to school in the morning time and be with the kids in the evening and still have my time to create this content of my podcast and work on my vision board. And my friend who also don't, also do things where her own personal life, who makes way more money than me, um, gets to have her life, right? And if I wanted her life, this is exactly what I would have to do. I would have to, for instance, because this is what it is, that that family wants 110 hours. So, Alexa, what is 25 times 110? 25 times 110 is 2,750. That is how much money I will make at the end of the month, right? No, she said a long-term part-time nanny. That seven forty-five to six forty-five is eleven hours. Eleven hours a day, five days a week. That's fifty-five hours. That is not part-time anything. And she said for a month, which. 55 times two is 110. That's 110 hours in two weeks. So I don't understand what other calculations she's doing for the other two weeks, but it don't add up. So if I'm working part time, but I also have a baby, she's not clear and concise of what she's really looking for. She's throwing numbers out there and hoping that You know, a smarter nanny wouldn't catch it. I caught it right off the bat, so I simply replied to her, no, thank you. That's it. I didn't pull her, I didn't say, well, you know what, you want this amount of hours, I need this amount of money. What are the exact duties and how long am I going to have that baby? Because a lot of questions would need to be asked in order for me to accept that job. But once I read the details that she put... I knew right off the bat that job wasn't for me and as opposed to wasting her time and mine, all I said was no thank you. But if it was someone else on that post and they will look at it, they will try to nickel and dime everything that's on there and it doesn't work. One of the things that I wish a lot of nannies would really understand Is don't get just don't give yourself a headache trying to make a family work for you. There's only about so much unicorn families that's out there. I have had a few unicorn family to my definition of a unicorn family, and so what I'm gonna sit here and stress is don't stress yourself out trying to conform yourself to this family. Because if what is right for you is right for you. You have every right to complain and give your opinion on why is this parent being this way and why you're not being paid that way and why you can't do these certain things. But before you start doing all of those things that I just listed, take a look at the family. Take a look at yourself. Know what you're capable of. And you go from there. Now... I'm going to sign off. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Modern Annie. I'm your host, Jen. I hope everything that I said today makes sense because I rambled on, but that's my life. Bye.